0: And welcome to another episode of Paradox Untold Stories from Athletics Directors. Um, today we have a great episode with Willie Spears. Hi, Willie. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great. I'm honored to be on with you all. I'm excited about today's episode. Yes,
0: yeah, so are we. Um, to kick things off, I'd like to thank Ticket Spicket for being our sponsor and making this and every episode possible at Paradox. Um, and I'm going to kick it over to my co-host. Dr. Dustin Smith, so you can go ahead and introduce our guest for the day.
2: You know, I know there's a lot of people cringing um, probably at this episode. I'm just let me just go ahead and say, you don't need caffeine today. There'll be caffeine <laughs> provided just in the dialogue that's going to go back and forth. But I'm excited because um, I, I'm going to preface everything I say by this is a very good friend of mine, somebody that I went to college with. Um, we majored in mass communications together he tried to play football i mean he played football he was uh, actually responsible for a national championship made the game winning catch in a national championship um he he's been a football coach he's been a uh, disney cruise line entertainer he's a keynote speaker he's been an athletic director um, but i'll go back to what i first said but most of all he's been a friend been a friend to me uh, been a friend for a long 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 time and and i'm honored to have willie spears on with us, and so Willie. Before we get going, and before I give you the microphone, which I kind of am hesitant about, <laughs> I want to say mm. let Let's just tell the people a little bit about who Willie Spears is. Something that the resume is not going to tell us, because this is an opportunity for for our listeners to get to know who Willie Spears is. Well, thank you so much, Dustin. I, I mean, I think it's great that people can
1: learn something from this podcast. I learned something already. I had no idea we were good friends. Like, I did not know that. So I, I'm so grateful that, that I get, learned that information. I think it's important to be a forever learner. And this is like a PD for me, a professional like you, I wrote that down. Very good friend of mine. I had, I've known you for years, and I never knew we were very good friends. So thank you for, for telling me. Now, I'm friends with your family. I'm friends with your wife and your children. But I, I didn't know we were friends as well. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. But my name is Willie Spears. uh, I'm a full-time speaker now. I speak all over the country. Actually, other parts of the world. I was a teacher for 20 years, an administrator, athletic director, a head football coach at seven different schools, mostly in Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. I'm born and raised in Florida. I've written 12 books. Uh, I enjoy conversating with athletic directors. We just hired two new coaches in our city here, in Panama City Beach, where I'm from. And a lot of people want my opinion. And I won't talk to people who aren't in the coaching profession because they have no idea what it's all about. They want to complain. Why didn't this guy get it? Why did, and I don't even talk to them. I just say, okay, have a great day. But when I can talk to real coaches and real ADs, it's a joy of mine. And so I'm honored to be on this podcast with you all. My my wife, Tanika, we've been married for uh, going on, this will be 19 years. We have two beautiful children, Taylor and Kenneth. They're uh, 17 and 16, uh, 10th and 11th grade. And uh, it's, it's a joy to raise children and have a family. They played sports when they were younger. Now they've gotten out of sports. And as Dustin said, I play uh, high school college ball, play a little arena football, and then got into teaching and coaching. And so I'm excited to be on here. Uh, I, Paradox, I love that name. I know one of you probably had a, a certified doctoral degree from an accredited <laughs> university, and the other one probably from a Jet box. But I don't judge people. I'm excited to be on the podcast. Yeah, why are you <laughs> coming at Danielle that quick? I mean, why I you know. going
0: to oh, it wasn't me. Oh, you meant me.
1: It wasn't me. No. Oh, okay.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> Definitely wasn't Danielle. Definitely. <laughs> As we jump into this, you talk about being in Panama City, and Danielle knows exactly where that is, but there'll be listeners across the country that may not exactly know where that is, so let's give a geography lesson, and for those of you that are challenged, maybe that don't understand what geography means, Willie, just kind of tell where the where Panama City is, kind of
1: location-wise. Okay, and I'm going to give you a fact most people don't know. So Panama City is on the Gulf of Mexico. It's a little dip in the panhandle of Florida. Of course, Florida's a peninsula. It hangs off the bottom of of the United States of America, right below uh, Alabama and Georgia. Uh, So with that being said, we have water on three sides. So we have the Atlantic Ocean, the Gulf of Mexico. It goes all the way around, and, and some of us call it the bay here locally, but then there's the Gulf that's beautiful, Emerald Water. What's unique about Panama City is we're on Central Standard Time. The rest of Florida is on Eastern Time. And so I do podcasts and different things, and people always are shocked that Florida is on part of Florida Central Time. So Pensacola, uh, which is our most Western city, Pensacola and Panama City, we're on uh, Central Time. And the rest of the state, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, on down to Gainesville, Orlando, Tampa, Miami, for well, a lot of their area, they're just on the beach they're on Eastern time. And so we're in the South and what's funny about Florida, we should be North and South Florida because we're so different. Uh, I talk with a like kind of a country accent. People down in Miami think I'm from Alabama because of how I talk. Uh, and they say, you're not from real Florida. You're from lower Alabama. They call us LA, lower <laughs> Alabama. But I'm in the panhandle in Northwest Florida.
2: <clears throat> and well, Willie's not t- speaking of Northwest, Willie and I went to college together, Northwestern Oklahoma State. Willie will say, Ride, Rangers, ride. Ride,
1: Rangers, ride, baby!
2: <laughs> Got to tee that one up for you. But he's kind of used to being Northwest, Northwest Oklahoma. And you think about just the just the chance that Willie and I, a guy from North, Northeast Oklahoma and a guy from Northwest Florida would become friends. Uh, again, I'll reiterate that, Willie, just so you know that we're friends. Became friends in Northwest <laughs> Oklahoma of all places. Uh, Willie an athlete and a rapper um, me uh, not a rapper uh, and <laughs> not an athlete you don't want to go there you don't want
1: to go there <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give you less a little, little bit we had a thing at our school called cinder fella it's like cinderella but for guys so it's called cinder fella they brought it back after like a 10-year hiatus I joined and I happened to win the next year uh, Dustin joined, either the next year or the year after that, Dustin Smith joins. In between us was a guy named Brandon Christensen who went on to play in the NFL and play in the Super Bowl uh, from Northwestern. But Dustin ended up winning, and he mocked me, Danielle, the entire time. It was like a parody of me. And I did a freestyle rap, and I was excited about it. And, and at the end, it was kind of quiet. And Dustin says, I don't understand a word you just said. And the entire place goes crazy, and then he dances off beat. I said, Bro, you can't even dance. He said, I got rhythm. I said, You don't have rhythm. He said, I have rhythm. It's just my own rhythm. And so, Dustin, that is sounds being
0: like something you would say.
1: Speed. Yeah, it sounds like him, yeah. But he, he didn't tell you we're both from PC. He didn't tell you that part.
0: Do you have any pictures of the Cinder fella? Oh, I'm interested oh. in that. Why are
1: you
2: playing? Don't play. Don't play, Dustin. <laughs> Dustin. 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 <laughs> I'm we don't just, got people listening can't see what, what you're going to show, Willie. Go to my website, com. I have a mm-hmm. of Justin up on the
1: website unless he has my Venmo. Justin, do you have my <laughs> Venmo? <laughs> no. it's you. Justin, make a decision. I, I can
0: put it on YouTube. I can put it on, a, you know, we have a Twitter account. There's there's places. There's places yeah. you can
1: go. <laughs> hey, Danielle, for real, I'm going to see you some pictures. I, you need some evidence for when he bothers you, you yeah. need evidence. But I'm
0: going to show you this today, Danielle.
2: Yeah. How about this? Oh, my God. He has hair. Yep. He had <laughs> hair back in the day. Now, <laughs> yeah. <So, so> Danielle, <laughs> what you need to know and what our listeners need to know is that Willie was number five. And Willie wore number five and was a receiver, um, ran into a goalpost. But that's a whole other story. We can talk about that another time. But Willie wore number five, called himself the nickel. And so,
3: I like it. I like my spoof
2: of him was I was the dime, so
3: <laughs>
2: I was. I I may or may not have said I was twice the man he was because a dime is worth twice as much as a nickel. Uh, but it's
1: I, a smaller coin than you, Then it's smaller. It's thin. It's flimsy. It's weak.
0: It makes sense why you didn't know you guys were friends, Willie. Like I get it, I get it now. Exactly.
1: I had no idea. I
3: had
0: no idea. <laughs>
2: You know what's really funny is he likes to throw that jab, but my school district has paid at least a month of his mortgage every year for the last eight years.
0: So, oh I'm there it is. Is that a cape or a dress? I can't I can't tell.
3: That's
1: a dress.
0: I want can cute. you I need a picture of that picture, Willie, so whenever nothing hey, calls and me, just, that's I just what comes to up. Be,
1: I just happen to be sitting right where this stuff is like, really. I had no idea I would show you this. Oh my God, this is amazing. You had no idea. He he wrote me a note. He wrote me a note. Willie, I know we're not friends, but I would like to be your friend one day. My aspirations is to host a podcast called Paradox with someone much smarter than I am one day (laughs) and earn my doctorate degree. Please pray for me to become a smart person because you know I am not now. I hope, P.S., I hope I never lose my hair. that's that's, that's
2: what that's what it says and there was a dime taped in there wasn't there
3: it is (laughs) you know (laughs) there is a dime (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, man. You know, I didn't clarify when I emailed Lily. I said, I want funny stories. I didn't say what kind of stories.
1: I just, I'm I, just I'm, I had stories. no idea what you guys wanted. I'm just trying to be there. <laughs> Please, I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm doing the wrong thing.
2: <laughs> Happened to have that with him.
0: Mm-hmm. What a coincidence. I'm very happy.
2: I mean, he's in Berlin, Germany right now, but he's got that with him. Uh, <laughs>
0: Oh, man, yeah, I'm going to need you to send me that. So whenever Dustin calls or texts me, that's the picture that I see on my phone. That would make me very happy.
1: I got you. I <laughs> so,
2: so instead of this was not to roast Dustin, this is more of a, hey, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about some fun stories, Willie. So will from from your experience as an athletic director, um, let's, hit, let's start off with some stories that maybe are a story that you've experienced as an athletic administrator that you think there ain't no way that really just happened well my first time i was ad
1: at three different schools and my first job was jefferson county high school in jefferson county monticello florida right outside of tallahassee the capital city in florida i was honored to be the ad it was a big deal for me i was in my early 30s and i just was so elated And so football season was over we had a great football year i was the head football coach And now it was basketball season. And everybody wants to know, was I going to have the same zeal and passion for other sports that I have for my sport? And, of course, I wanted to prove them. Yes, I was. prove them wrong if they thought I wasn't. So we had a big game. We're a 1A school. We're playing a 7A school. Lincoln High School out of Tallahassee, Florida. They are very good at basketball. We're pretty good. We're up and coming. But this particular year, we're undefeated and they're undefeated. And in our local ranking called the Big Ben, we're ranked one and two. They're one and we're two. And everybody's shocked that this 1A school was ranked ahead of four, five, six A schools. So the game was packed. I had no idea what fire marshal code, what that meant. My superintendent came to me and said, "Will we have too many people in here. I said, well, what do you want me to do? He said, we either got to stop letting people in or kick some people out. I said, and I just didn't want to be that guy. You know, I said, we got to kick people out. He said, listen, some people have to go. It's too many people here. So our gym's not very big. There's people are all around. And there's this woman in a black dress. Now, we're blue and red, blue and orange, and Lincoln is green and gold. But this woman has a black dress on, and she's giving it to this referee. I mean, she's, she's three of us rows up, but she leans over. She could touch him. And she's going in. You don't know what you're doing. You suck. You need to go back from where you came from. And she's talking about how tight his pants are and how he probably works at Foot Locker. (laughs) I remember her saying, you're not a real rep. You work at Foot Locker. That's a Foot Locker shirt. And everybody's laughing. (laughs) So the thing is, though, you don't know who team she's with because she's going off every single moment. So a ball goes in the stands and it goes to her. Like it bounces to her. He reaches for it, she throws it to the side, like won't give it to him. So I don't know about this until later. So I'm running around, running around, and he's going, and he finally gives her a warning. He said, ma'am, this is a warning. You need to shut your mouth. This is a warning. And she said, Warning for what? I'm not scared of you, foot like a man. And everybody's giggling and laughing. He said, I'll kick you out of this game. She said, You won't do nothing. You a little punk. And then she said some other choice words. He teased <laughs> her up and give the tech to us. She's for the other team. She's not for us. I, I We're a small school. I know our parents. I've never seen this lady. She's for Lincoln. So he gives a tech. Then they tell the coaches, they put their guy on the line. So our fans are going crazy. She's not even, no, no, she's with the other team. So I go up to him. I say, hey, hey, sir, excuse me. She's not with our team. He walks over and asks her, which team are you rooting for? She says, I'm rooting for Jefferson. I graduated from here. I'm like, that's a lie. She's lying. And everybody's going crazy. Her fans are high fiving her, and they got to shoot two shots because this woman gave this ref a hard time, and she was not even one of our fans. Well, first, I want, did you lose by two? I hope you did. No, I, I I don't remember. When I was thinking of this story, I can't remember if we won or lost. I went on max prep to try to find it. It was 2009. I couldn't find it. I don't remember if we <laughs> won or lost. I don't. I don't, I should have could do such a big game. But I was so swamped that night. We ran out of food. It was a crazy night. But I know she cost us two points. He made both free throws. I remember that. Uh,
2: so let me ask this question, Willie when when you were told that you needed to throw some people out or remove some people, did you, at any point did it cross your mind, that's the one I need to throw out, that I, one? I, I, that's why I was saying that part of the story.
1: I should have threw her out from the very beginning. I should have said, ma'am, I'm so sorry, Fire Marshal Cole, the loudest person must go. So you have to leave.
2: So she was louder than you is what you're telling me.
1: I wasn't loud back then. I see, I was loud in college when I saw you, but then I kind of calmed down. Now I'm back loud again.
0: I cannot believe the official asked her, what team are you for? Like, she clearly knew the game. She clearly wasn't going to give her own team a penalty. That is, I don't know if I've ever seen an official ask a parent or a he, fan he, he, what
1: like, team he for me. before. He looked at me, he said, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He turned and he walked to her. He said, "Ma'am, which team are you for? And she not only says she's with our team, she says, I graduated from here. And he said, shoot two. <laughs> I'm like myself. Like that's not a true statement.
2: So, like, did you walk out during play and talk to the official, or did you oh, wait till time had stopped? No, no. When he when he
1: said tech, he put it on us. Everybody was going crazy. My coach is at him going, and I and I went to kind of grabbed my coach and pulled him back. I said, "Hey, excuse me, sir. Excuse." Me. We was right by the scores table. I said, "Mr. Official, that lady is not with us. You need to give the tech to the other school. Like that lady is with Lincoln." And he said, "Wait a minute." And he walked over there and asked her. <laughs>
0: And I feel like that just, like, creates so many other, like, I don't know, safety issues, right? Everyone's going crazy. Like, I wouldn't want to be her walking to her car after the game. And and yeah. now everyone and, – and it sounds like it was already a really, really exciting game. And now tensions are even that much higher. And like you said, it's a basketball court, and you can, like, reach out and touch the the official. So I feel like that added, like, a whole – it doesn't surprise me that you don't remember the score of the game because you had a lot – Going out back
1: here. but I remember her face, and I told our people she's not allowed back in this gym. If <laughs> she comes, I'm. I, I told them, and we didn't play them at home, and we played them one more time that year at their place. But I, re, I can see her face right now, and I wish I could remember. I should have texted the old coach and see if he remember if we won or not. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's a true story that happened at Jefferson County High School about 2009.
2: Now, knowing you like I do, Willie, at what point? I know you probably went over and talked to the lady and said, prove it. Show me where you graduated from, <laughs> what year. You had to have some conversation. I want to with see
0: them. your class ring.
2: <laughs> why why are you
1: joking, I, I I asked people around, the older people, do y'all know her? Do y'all remember her? Because I didn't want to, I, I just knew I was right and I didn't want to be wrong. So I said, like, y'all, if she graduated from here, you guys know her. It's a small community. Here. And it was all like, coach, she lives in Tallahassee. She, she's a link. We know her from Lincoln. We know her from leaking. You know, and I was like, man, they got us two points. So, did you pay the officials that night? Uh, yeah, we made a mistake and paid them before the game. Mm. Rookie mistake. Right? Well, I was say a rookie mistake there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a takeaway. Don't pay the official before
1: the game. If you're watching, write that down. Write that down. So I, got a, I got a story about a parent, me. Being a
0: but if you're a parent, just always say the other team.
1: And we're That's all black. World. We're <laughs> a neutral color. See, that was the thing. She she didn't have on there. T- she had a neutral color on. <laughs> That's funny.
2: <laughs> I can just see. I can just see you. Just because I know you. Just that situation happens. I know you were demonstrative trying to talk to the official. I mean, did you plead your client case or did you just simply say she she ain't from here? No,
1: I, 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 I said, I tried to plead it. He said, wait a minute. He went to ask her. And when he came back, I said, man, she's lying. Like, she, that, that can't be the way that you determine if she's the <laughs> right person or not. That can't. And so then I was hoping, well, you know, in basketball, we say the ball don't lie. The ball don't lie. So since they lie, he's going to miss these shots. Oh, no, nothing but the bottom of the net. Two in a row. Swoosh. Swoosh. And then she was like so excited and proud of herself. She's high-fiving people and like, ha, 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 I got them. And I, I want to say, I wish somebody just go dump a whole bucket of mayonnaise on her white, um, black dress and just leave her out of here smelling like a sandwich. But
2: <laughs> we'd have a
3: mayonnaise. I need a minute that for that one.
2: <laughs> you, know what, you know what I know, Willie, is that nobody ever says the ball don't lie when the shots are made. That's true. That, that's
1: that's that's true.
2: Only when they miss, you're right. <laughs> if they a miss it, that's when the statement is made. The ball don't lie. So you, they went the not foul really because the ball don't lie. But when they're made, nobody says the ball don't lie. Everybody's quiet. They don't want to say we, anything at all.
0: <laughs> we always like to talk about you know some takeaways of our stories. And I'm um, sitting here, and other like it's very difficult story to kind of find takeaways from because. There's really nothing you could do. You did everything that you could do as an AD, right? You're you're like, no, Mr. Official, that's not our parent. And when they're lying, I mean, you just got to take it. There's nothing you can really do. That's a very difficult situation. And now you have, you want to be careful to not have too much emotion because the fans and the coach and the kids are going to feed off of you, right? So now you have to, even though you're probably boiling inside, like just. What? Right.
1: And that's why I pulled my coach back. I said, now he's going to get a real tech. So that's why I went over there. And I didn't know all the things that happened before until later. Like I didn't know that she was going off on him and cussing him and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Like he gave her a take. What did she say? And then when I found out later it was built up, he was just ready to get her anyway. And he couldn't really kick her out. So he decided, I'm going to punish her team. And he didn't know which team that was. So he asked. <laughs>
2: I mean I I don't wanna get past the statement you made that you wish somebody poured mayonnaise on her so she smelled like a sandwich. Right. I mean
1: think about it, black dress, white mayo, and she's smelling like ham and turkey from Subway. And that stench wouldn't have gone out for days. But we didn't have enough mayonnaise.
2: Not mustard. I mean mustard could have worked too.
1: Now mustard could have worked. Must that would have been better actually. But I was thinking the contrast to Black dress, do all the I mean I, but muscle would have been better. If that happens again, I'm gonna have muscle hand. Yeah, smell like a hot dog
2: or hot yep. dog water.
1: But then she may get attacked by dogs, like actual <laughs> ketines and when she
3: leaves.
2: I mean I just oh. I'm just trying to figure out just what my reaction would have been. I mean, especially that you had a discussion with the official that came with technical and just say, Well, she's lying. Right,
1: lying. <laughs> but I, I thought he was gonna go over there and come back and say you're right, Colt. You're right. My bad, wrong team. He comes back and says she's with you guys. She says she graduated. Let's go. Two shots.
2: <laughs> I mean, kudos to him for for waiting so long and not having a trigger just to chunker. But especially after the Foot Locker comment, you just work at Foot right. Locker. I mean, <laughs> gotta give him some creative points for that. But you know, he had thick skin for a little while, and then <laughs> he just said, "I'm gonna show you your line."
1: Right. That's right.
2: That's right. We look.
3: <laughs> that's that's you, pretty
1: crazy. Can I tell you about my I tell you my football story? Yes, please do. Vernon High School, 2012, 13, 14, 15. We're playing Chippy High School. I We Haven't beat them in years. It's my first year there. Everybody in the community is saying we don't care if you win a game, just beat Chippy. At the time we're seven and old, they're seven and old. A uh, big game. We play each other. It's an exciting atmosphere. The stadium's packed out. We set a record for, for ticket prices. The concession stand set records. It's a great night. It's back and forth, back and forth. Game could go either way. Before the game, the coach actually shook my hand and said, oh, you're going to win tonight. I said, are you trying to be funny? trying to psych me out? He said, no, I'm saying at the gate. I don't know what the scoreboard's going to say, but you're going to win at the gate. He said, "The next year you'll be at our place. So next year we're going to win at the gate. So we joked about that. Back-and-forth game, at the end of regulation, the game is tied. There's so many people at the game that they're actually on the field. So there are people in the end zone, around the end zone. It's packed out. So the game is tied. They get the ball. They score Kick kicker extra point. We get the ball. We score. And we decide to go for two. We run a tailback pass. Our wide receiver goes in like he's going to crack. He pops back out to the back pylon. A guy named Darius throws the ball. He's left-handed. Darius throws the ball, and he the guy catches it. Now, the momentum of of he catching the ball would have probably taken him out of bounds. Would have been a judgment call, but there's so many people there, they kind of push him back in bounds. (laughs) So that's the kind of argument in itself. The referees throw up their hands, two-point conversion. We win. They storm off the field. I jump in the air. Now, our basketball coach is on the sideline. I jump in the air, and he's a little bit shorter than I am. I'm 5'10". He's probably about 5'8". I jump in the air, and he catches me in his arms. And he catches me in his arms, and I'm, I'm like celebrating, going crazy. Now, part of the story, his wife is a cheer coach at Chipley. He used to be the assistant basketball coach at Chipley. Chipley had a great player named Trent Forrest, who played at Florida State, who now plays for the uh, Utah Jazz. Trent didn't play football. We were happy because they probably wouldn't be this bad if he how to play football. But so all of those backstories are involved. Our principal lives in Chipley. Like, it's all this, we can't stand each other. We're in the same county, but it's a big robbery. So I jump in his arms, and Coach Thomas, Thomas registered, he's like, we am celebrating, yeah, is crazy. So I didn't pick anything up. So this, over the weekend, all these memes pop up. These little videos pop up. <laughs> Our kids have taken the video and put it in slow motion. When you watch the video in slow motion, Coach Redditor has my, his hands palming my butt, and I'm jumping up and down in front of him in slow motion. The kids are watching the film at school, and they're saying, Coach, you told us the film doesn't lie. What is happening right here, Coach? I like guys turn it off like night like coach. And so then they count how many times my body goes up and down. They say, and they and it's there in unison. One, two, three, four. And he's grabbing my bottom, and I'm like, like the smile on my face is I'm like,
3: yeah, eh? yeah,
1: yeah. So that taught me after any win, do not leave the ground, do not <laughs> find a coach, celebrate with your
2: on the ground I was I was thinking when you said you jumped in his arms it was more like a a husband carrying his wife across the threshold you know maybe where it was you were kind Unfo- of. To- unfortunately my legs were
1: open and I straddled him
2: unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I mean I don't um, know if my kids would have had a meme for that or I mean, it it sounds like they were counting up-downs,
3: like in unison of the one, two,
2: three, you know, just very, like they're doing
1: Very, very embarrassing. And, and see, I'm all about kids, guys. I got into this business for kids. I feel like we stole their moment. So I said, guys, I don't want to steal your moment, so I'm going to cut that out of the film. And I, and I told our camera guy, why are you videoing us on the sideline? <laughs> the game is over. Why was the camera still on in the first place? Like, nobody captured with their phone. It was on huddle. It was on our huddle. Like, why is that on the highlight reel? It's not a highlight. So I had to find me a new camera guy. So you need to pay your camera guy more. That's right. what it seems like to me. Exactly. He might have didn't <laughs> like me.
2: So, so the reality is nobody talked about you cheating to win. They're talking about you jumping up in your coach's arms.
1: And hey, we we didn't cheat. It was it was a questionable call. You missed the whole point of story. You missed the, the whole point of
2: story. The
1: ball don't lie, Willie. The ball
0: don't lie. I love it, it, it when that's like one of my favorite things about coaching is when the kids turn it around, something that you always say to them and they turn it around and use it against you. Like it's yep. not fun at the moment. But think about like you taught them that it sunk, and then they reused it on you. That is yeah. the
1: the greatest thing. So they pretty much said, "Film don't lie." Co- they said, "Cole, what are you doing right here, Cole?" "Film don't lie. We see it, but can you explain?" I said, "Guys, I was excited." They said, "We know. We can tell you were excited. We can tell. <laughs> Very excited."
2: So what you're saying is your words matter, and as an administrator, as a leader, as a coach, your influence matters. So what you said, and Danielle said it, what you said sunk in with those people. And then your reaction stunk when they put it on video <laughs> and said, hey, I, wait I a told minute. you he was a rapper. to the point, I told you he was a rapper. I told <laughs> it's I, in,
1: it's in I there.
0: apologize for everyone listening. <laughs> for
1: yeah. You
3: set him up with that. You threw him an alien ball. I, yeah. I know. I did. So, so your words <laughs>
0: and your
1: actions matter. Dustin, Mm -hmm. your words and your actions matter, but (laughs) I think it's important for football coaches and basketball coaches especially to get along. That's a great lesson for athletic directors, and I think it's important for athletic directors to get along with all their coaches. I proved in that moment that me and the basketball coach were really good friends. (laughs) More
0: than you and Dustin?
1: (laughs) uh, uh, Me and Dustin have never had that moment, I assure
2: (laughs) Well, I can, I, we won't go there. I won't talk about, never mind. I will say this. The thing that I, I, the takeaway I have from that is that kids need to see you celebrating their achievement, their moment, and to celebrate with them and have that passion to say, I'm proud of what you've done. And that's what you're doing. You're, you were celebrating and saying, we did this, we, not I, we did this and we accomplished something. Not only did we win a football game, but we did it against a rival against somebody that we've poured so much of ourselves into and not be caught up in the long-term, but but actually celebrate the moment. That's important for us as people and as leaders to celebrate the moment because we're going to have moments that we need to celebrate. We don't need to be saying, I got three and a half weeks left and then the season's over. Well, those kids need to celebrate right now. There may be a senior who never gets that opportunity again, and we need to celebrate that moment, and that's what you were doing.
1: Right, and, and you know, as AD, we want to create memories for young people. For a lot of them, high school would be the greatest time of their life. And so we want to create those moments. We want to lose ourselves, like you said. And and it was funny to me, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm an easy going guy. So I was, it was funny, but it was hilarious how they were trying to rewind the film like I do in the film room and they had the corner of the infrared beam, they were pointing and they were circling and now, 'cause Now, could I always say, what is this? And I have a saying when I watch film, uh, if they don't block somebody, there's a song by Keith Sweat called Nobody. And I say, who did he hit right there? And they'll say, nobody Nice to have the, <laughs> the sound effect playing. And, uh, and they said, I shouldn't even tell you this part. They said, okay. how much space? Uh, 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 can, is they said, can, uh, uh, who can get in between Coach Register and Coach Spear? Who can get in between? They said, nobody. Nobody. So I just really didn't appreciate them taking what I taught them. <laughs> And using
0: it on me. <laughs> well, and it also I think just hearing that story and, and, and not being able to see you that night or, or coach speaks volumes about you as a coach and the relationship that you had with those athletes because they felt comfortable enough to kind of think about the teamwork that went in to this presentation that they were giving you. I mean, there's so many positive things that go into this. So it just sounds like you had a good time and so did your kids and
1: Congrats on your questionable win. Yeah, yeah, I hope that video is gone forever.
2: Yeah. Did you notice she said congrats on your questionable win? I don't yeah, know if that, you heard that. Yeah, uh,
1: that, that's, that's your point of view. You're probably Chipley fans, so that's how you see it. But the burning, uh faithful over here, uh, Go Jackets, we didn't see that as questionable at all. I got one more for y'all. Y'all got time. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got time. All right, Bullock County, uh, Alabama, Union Springs, Alabama. We are getting ready. I don't know what this game is for, but I'm ready to go out to practice. Our kids are doing pre-practice, our special team circuit. And I'm about to leave my office, and a coach walks in, breathing heavy, and you can tell he's disheveled. Like, you can tell something happened. And this is an older coach who's really a film guy. He's never really coached before, but he's been there through every head coach. He's a local guy, and he helps with film and with water. and He's kind of a maintenance guy that, very smart guy, but he he kind of does those odd jobs that you need a great person to do. And um, the, the guy that was with him is another guy that's from there who's coached quarterbacks there for years. He's a great guy. So it's Coach Falk. He's a disheveled guy. And Coach Cooper, he's a quarterback coach. So they come in. Coach Falk is mad. Like, he's, like, very upset. He's saying, Coach, your coach didn't help me. That's all he kept saying. Your coach didn't help me. That's your coach. Be your coach. He didn't help me. He did not. He just stood there and watched. He stood there, and so you could tell this guy's been like on the ground. He got grass on him. I'm like, guys, what happened? What happened? What happened? And he explains to me that earlier that day, two girls got in a fight at our school. The girl that got beat up went home and told her mom. The mom comes up to the school. The girls in the band, the band practices right outside the field where we practice. The mom gets out of the car and fights this child. True story. And she's basically saying, You beat up my daughter, I'm gonna beat you up. So this coach goes to break it up. But in the midst of breaking it up, he gets thrown on the ground three or four times. So he's trying (laughs) to break up these two aggressive females, an adult and a child, and they just toss him to the side according to Coach Cooper, three or four <laughs> times he threw him down, he got up, said, y'all stop it, they pushed him down to the ground again he tried to hold one girl down and Coach Cooper said it only lasted about five minutes, but Coach Fox said it lasted 35 minutes this time <laughs> so he he, he he gets the woman to get in the car, she goes home, the other girl's okay, and he is injured, like he says, I hurt my back and I think I sprained my ankle, so he's injured, he got grass all oh, he's mad, and I said, Coach Cooper why didn't you help he said, well, first of all, Coach, it was hilarious. I wish you could have seen Coach Fall fall. He <laughs> kept falling down. He couldn't it. And Coach Fall said, I didn't have on my cleats. If I had have had on my cleats, I could have better grip. So <laughs> that right there is hilarious. And he says, I should have pulled my phone out and filmed it. I said, no, Coach, seriously, why didn't you help him? He said, Coach, three years ago, I broke up a fight between girls. And I had to go to court and testify. He said, I lost my job because I went to court, had to wait all day. The judge said, we don't have time to see this case. We're going to do it tomorrow. Then I went to court again and they didn't have time again. I went to court a third time and I did my testimony and they said my testimony didn't sound credible. I wasn't a credible witness. He said, and I lost my job because I kept telling my boss, I got to go to court. I got to go to court. So he thought I was a person that gets in a lot of trouble. He said, so I have a new rule. If someone's fighting. I'm going to watch unless they're about to die." He said, Coach Falk is going to go to court and he's going to be in court and he's the one that got beat up. So he's going to be the (laughs) laughing stock in the courtroom. I will never forget that story because it taught me a valuable lesson. One, do not break up fights if I don't have cleats. And number two, (laughs) make sure I have sick days so I can go to court to help testify on what I witnessed.
2: So, oh, and those two points right there. One, I mean, we we know you readily had available some pictures of me to begin this. So I don't know if you carry around cleats or not, or do you have cleats just at the ready? You, you got. I, I learned from that. I feel,
1: you have to always have them on you. I, I, learned I feel the like he does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there's cleats.
2: <laughs> now Willie's been to my house several times, and not once have I seen him in cleats.
1: Because I know there's no fight. Your wife can beat you up. There's no need for me to intervene. Like I don't. I don't need to get involved. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> so when
2: you say the coach came in, he's covered in grass, smell like outside. I mean, to go back to your statement about smelling like a sandwich or anything right. like he that. Sm- he
1: smelled like outside, for real.
2: <laughs> like, like grass. Right. I love he, couldn't he-, breath. Yeah, he couldn't catch I, like, he- <sighs> I love
0: that he came in. He didn't help me. Like, so- like, that right, he's like a tattletale, like a grown-up
1: tattletale. <laughs> He says, your coach would not help me. I'm like, my coach? I thought we were all coaching together. He was, and then the coach over there, like, Joe Cool, like, it's not my fault you got beat up by two girls. <laughs>
2: he wasn't gonna out him or anything. He wasn't gonna help him or out him. He just sat there and uh, Right. I'm not involved. I'm not, <laughs> a, I'm normal not going thing. back to court. I'm right. I'm not going back to court. It's not my thing. You know, I I said this, I think it was maybe the last episode where I said, I've got a life. I've got a life motto that I don't intercept a punch intended for somebody else. That's a great motto. So that's one of those I mean, I feel like your coach at that point, your coach had that mo- that mindset to say, I ain't getting involved
1: well, in that. It life. wasn't for me. I, I I don't need to get punched in the face. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny.
1: So yeah. our running joke with coach Falk was well, hey, you better stop. I'm gonna get that woman. I'm gonna get that woman. Like you better <laughs> Better calm down.
2: Right. How big was
1: said coach? He was big. No joke. Like Coach Funk is like 6'3, probably about 235, 240. Now, he's not a 235, 240 like Lawrence Taylor. He's more like a 235, 240 like Al Bundy. But he he's a big, like he's he's the greatest, most sweetest man you ever want to meet. But he really has a big heart for people. But he was a big guy. They they just Coach Cooper said, man, they just tossed that man around like a rag doll. They threw him. They threw him. He kept getting you know, up. Stop it. You got to stop it now. Stop it. Threw him again. Threw him. And then he was trying to cover the young girl up. And the lady just got frustrated got in the car and left. And he said, the person that Cooper said, fault. Out of the three people involved, you took the L. You lost the fight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's got to be so much like repercussions from that, right? Like, there's probably – so many like legal aspects of that
1: fight that is just. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, you know it's paperwork. That's what Coach Cooper was talking about. Like everyone has to fill out a report now. Everyone has to write down what they saw. What Now what happened at the end, the mom and the daughter, the young girl was smart. They said nothing happened. When they were asked to file a report, they said that that didn't happen. We didn't fight. I don't know what they're talking about. And so we couldn't put, press it and push it because they said it never happened. You know, they kind of handle it on their own. But uh, I, I, uh, I told the band director, can y'all practice somewhere else in case there's a uh, <laughs> part two or part three or rematch? We don't want any parts <laughs> of it. I need my coach. Wait,
0: wait, wait. I just need to clarify. So the football coach went over to the band director and said, excuse me, I need you to move practice because there's too many fights and your parents are beating up my coaches.
1: Your first chairs are too aggressive. We, we're football people. We don't get involved with all that aggression. So please have your practice somewhere else.
2: I want to ask, because you went to a different school at this point, did you jump in the band director's arms and celebrate, or was this a, not a moment for that? Oh, uh, you're mixing the stories up. Oh. No, <laughs> sir. I'm just I no to...
1: more jumping for me. My feet are cemented on the ground because of that one meme. I would never, and I can see it in my head right now. I can see coach Thomas right now. So, so no, there's no more. I don't care what happens. I'm not jumping. I I don't
2: care. So here's what the theme I've seen in your, your stories is that there's always a liar involved. The girl, there was no fight. We didn't fight. The lady in the stands that shouldn't have smelled like a sandwich walking out. She said she was, she was from your school. I mean, I'm seeing a theme develop here, Willie. I don't know if you see that, Danielle, or not, but I'm seeing it with Willie that there's associated with liars with him.
1: Mm-hmm. Or they figured a way to get out of trouble <laughs> by lying. Right.
2: I got another philosophy. A lie don't care who tells it.
1: Yep, that's true. Yep, that's true.
2: The bottom like, lie. See, we got all these lies in this. I don't know if anybody's picking up on this. The liar like
1: episode.
0: Right now is a really good time to just have a, like like a, a public service announcement. Paradox does not condone lying in any form, whether <laughs> Willie Spears is or is not present. Do not do it. Thank you. We may resume now.
2: <laughs> great, great, great disclaimer. Great disclaimer. <laughs> You know the fact that we have to put that out there with Willie <laughs> on the
1: episode just really
2: tells you. Well, you,
1: st- you st- started the whole thing out with a lie. Today on this episode, we have a really great friend of mine. So I thought that was the theme. I thought I was lying when you. I said, okay, I don't really know this guy, but he's going to lie. I'll lie too. I mean, I didn't know.
2: Hey, of the two of us or the three of us, who's got lie written in their name?
1: Oh, that's good.
2: Wow. That's good. I feel like you've
0: had that for a while hidden away.
1: (laughs) It's just one of those, I mean, (laughs) it's true. Yeah. And if you read it, it says "will lie."
2: Lie. They
1: <laughs> yeah, will lie. They yeah, will lie.
2: He says "will lie." Yeah. We really know it's "will lie." Yeah. He will lie.
1: <laughs> be, be be very cautious because he will lie. Now,
2: <laughs> now what I do want to do, I do want to. I mean, we've had some fun. We joked around, but I do want to say. Willie is a a keynote speaker. He travels and speaks to students, speaks to coaches. He'll speak to whoever you want him to speak to. Um, And if you're like me, you just schedule him for all day because he charges you just for the day, not for the (laughs) speaking engagement. So I lined up like eight different things for him to speak to, all different, all that he'd have to present something totally different. But Willie Mm -hmm. does do keynote speaking. He travels the world and will speak to a group. Uh, I highly recommend it. I've had him speak at the college level. I had him speak at my uh, the high school a couple times here. I've had him speak in the state of Arkansas. He shut down the state of Arkansas. Now that's the disclaimer that I'll give you. He shut down not only the state of Arkansas but the world in March of 2020. If you think back, people blame COVID. No, it was Willie Spears. He spoke to the Arkansas AD Association. We shut down. He got done speaking. <laughs> they shut the place down. There, yeah, the, you got to understand the context. I,
1: after I finished speaking, the next day my phone is blowing up. All my engagements are being canceled. So I didn't know what was mm. going on. Well, right before that happened, they stopped the basketball tournament at the state, a basketball tournament there. And what was the name of that town? Hot Springs. Hot Springs. And they stopped everything. And it was like, it's, it's, a, it's COVID. We didn't know what COVID was at the time. And Dustin said, I knew I shouldn't have hired you, Willie. I knew it. You shut down a tournament, and I'm getting all these reports on my phone. You shut down the entire country. The country shut down. Something told me, do not hire him. And now look where we're at. And it's it's been two years, and we're just not getting past it. So I want to apologize to the world.
2: And the bad part of that is my girls' basketball team was set to play in the state finals on Saturday. Didn't get to play. And he blames me. To
1: this day. Willie. He played. He only reason he wanted to play because he wanted to jump into the arms of some man nearby and celebrate. <laughs> Willie, and the ball don't little. lie.
2: The ball don't lie, Willie. That's what I'm gonna say. The ball don't lie. We didn't Film get Film don't play. lie.
1: Film don't
3: lie.
2: <laughs> y'all need
1: help. This podcast. Y'all. Y'all, y'all need some uh, intervention for sure. Uh,
2: no. I I really want—I say that with all sincerity. Willie's a great motivational speaker. He'll come in and speak to your coaches, to your student athletes. If you're an AD, listener to this. You need to reach out to Willie Spears. He's got a website. He's kind of conceited. It's called the Willie Spears Experience. He's kind of really, really—I don't know if he's not creative or if that's the best that he could come up with. But it's the Williespearsexperience.com. You go check out the nickel and see what he can do for you. I don't know if he'll rap. Maybe he does still. Um, he had a couple CDs out. I know he had some um, some release parties when I was in college, um, really heavily attended by all six people that were there. They were really proud of him, uh, and I think three of them were his relatives so and it may have been that lady in the black dress. I don't know, but Willie, I, I, I better not see her. I, she <laughs> owed me two points. I better not see her at Walmart. She <laughs> owed me two points <laughs> What's what's gonna happen, Willie?
3: I love Oh, mustard and mayonnaise.
1: Mustard (laughs) and mayonnaise. Right. I'm gonna have those squeezing things on me, like in a holster. Right. When I see her, (laughs) I'm getting both of them. I don't care if it's Easter Sunday and she's coming from church. She getting double fist mustard mayonnaise all over her.
2: And let me tell you, probably cleats in Walmart's not gonna be a good combo. So I wouldn't
1: right. I, I need to have some basketball shoes. Good grip. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i really appreciate you coming on this has been so fun to speak with you and to let 80s know that these crazy things are happening across the country to everyone whether they happen at your game and you can't fix it or or to you and now there's a meme of you um they happen to all 80s and we just have to get better through them together
1: right and I'm, and I'm glad you guys had me on i do i wrote a book called culture creators and I've done a lot of professional development with coaches during their PD time, beginning of the school year. It's been a lot of fun to talk about my experiences, 20 years in coaching, uh, coached at a FCS level, D2 level, and several high schools and some middle schools. And so with that, you all know it's so important that the AD is the leader. By example, I'm, I'm honored to what I call multiply myself. I tell people, you should multiply yourself. There should be other ADs that come. From under you, you should help them become athletic directors because when you get into an athletic administration, especially at a high school level, you have the power to change the culture of a school overnight because sports is so important in high school. And so I would love to come talk to anyone, share stories. Um, it doesn't have to be an official thing. We just can chop it up, find me on social media. But we have to stick together as athletic directors. And although I'm not in the profession anymore, I help coaches. I just helped a guy the other day get a job as a head football coach. Because I knew what athletic directors would ask, and so uh, those things are important. And I'm glad you all have found the lighthearted side of being an AD, because it's a it's a very difficult job. Especially, I've been at a school I'm over 20 some sports. You're never going to make everybody happy. This person is jealous of that person. Why didn't we get new balls? Why did they get new uniform? Why can't we get this kind of? But it's always something. So it's good to take time out to laugh and enjoy the profession. And, no, I'm not the only one dealing with crazy parents, crazy fans, crazy administrators, and
2: crazy people. And if you hire Willie to come speak, if you want the real stuff, let me come with him. And we were in college, actually, we were going to do that together. We were going to travel and speak. Uh, somewhere I went and got educated. He just went and talked, and he gets paid to talk. I paid to be able to learn. Uh, and So I got my doctorate degree, and I, I don't got know to- who in this deal. Danielle, he got too many degrees. He got like
1: two or three bachelor's degrees from Northwestern. And I was like, Dustin, this is how it works. Bachelor's, master's, doctor's. You don't have to get five bachelor's. But he wasn't sure that any of them would count because he oh, didn't do so most of the so you taught him that.
0: You taught him right? how that works.
1: Yep. Good I job. Thanks, Willie. Will, will I. <laughs> will I. Will I.
3: Will I Spears. Just, uh, just asking. <laughs> Willie, I
2: I just want to say thank you. I knew this was going to be a lot of fun. You and I go way back and um, back to the mid nineties in Alva, Oklahoma. If you've never been to Alva, it's a great, well, Northwest Oklahoma state is a great university. Willie and I are both products of that place. We're proud of that place. Willie's gone into so many different, uh, he's gotten so many different awards from there just because of his charisma, what he's done and how he's represented the institution moving forward. Um, I still will stand by the fact that we're good friends. It, despite what he says, we're good friends. We've been friends for a very long time. Uh, and Willie, Willie is, is the real deal. This isn't a, a a switch that he flips on. This is Willie all the time. And <laughs> you've got to really be prepared because Willie brings energy no matter what. So, Willie, I thank you for coming on. Thank you for bringing energy. And I thank you for letting us laugh a little bit at your expense. No doubt, man.
1: Thank you, guys. Danielle, I was looking forward to speaking with you. and. When I saw Dustin on here, I, I must admit, I was a little upset. I just thought wow. it was going to be professional, and then mm-hmm. you brought him in, and it, it changed my whole perception of your show, uh, but mm-hmm. seriously, it's, it's an honor. Uh, <laughs> I, I love this profession. Mm-hmm. I love athletics and what it can do for young people. Athletics changed my life. I mean, I, sports changed my life, and sometimes I didn't even know who the AD was, but I'm thankful that that AD did those things to make sure I can have great memories, and I received an education because of it. And so. Y'all keep up the good work. I'm a fan of Paradox. I'm a big fan of one of you all, and I put up with the other one, but I'm a big fan of your show. And it was very smart of you, Danielle, very smart for you to get someone that's not your equal to be your co-host, so you always shine. Very wise decision. But thank you guys for having me on. It's been
0: awesome. Thank you again to Willie Spears, and thank you to Ticket Spigot for making Paradox possible. See you next week.